Alas, no merit did she gain upon saving her tribesmen's hides, for at least one of the group would always be a former suitor scorned. Little understood the star-gazer was by any, and so she was avoided by young and old alike. Though she could not articulate her longing when looking upon the celestial spheres of her galaxy and others, nor could she quite understand the source of her yearning, she nonetheless continued to look to the stars almost feverishly, her eyes brightening in excitement at each individual twinkle. In the rarer event in which she witnessed a falling meteor, her excitement progressed to agitation for something about the phenomenon brought the frustratingly fleeting, incomplete feeling of revelation that slips away when waking from a dream of great meaning whose lesson cannot be taken out of the dark realm of dreams. Of course, the stargazer knew not the meaning or source of these feelings. Rather, she would vaguely sense that the object of her yearning was near to being unveiled or remembered when seeing the meteor burn away to nothing in the sky, though whatever it was, stayed as far away from her grasp as it ever had been, and she would be filled with a vague emptiness. The emptiness gnawed at her for quite a time, and even gave her many sleepless nights, until the day that she found the catalyst that began the change of all. While wandering amongst sections of the mountain range that her tribe had long abandoned, to follow the movements of the mountain sheep, she followed an ancient hidden sheep's path and eventually happened upon an entrance to a cave that she had somehow missed in all of her previous ramblings. A small avalanche had exposed the small opening since she had last followed the path, and she was able to look inside after clawing some of the remaining ice away. She knew that no predator or angry ewe mother would be waiting for her in the den since the entrance had been frozen over, yet her heart pounded in anticipation nonetheless. The entrance was a thin vertical crack in the mountainside that afforded her just enough space to squeeze through while standing. Within twenty shuffling sideways steps, she had entered the inner chamber, which she could tell was very deep by the echoes made with each footfall. Sitting until her eyes adjusted, she soon knew that this indeed had been the den of members of her own race, for the ground was littered with the bones of the great white mountain sheep. Judging by its distance from her tribe's current den, this den was quite old, and had been abandoned long ago, though there was little evidence of exactly how old it was. Recent or ancient, it was indeed evident that little had changed in the ways of the woolly beasts that were of her race, for the scattered bones showed their disregard for organization or cleanliness of any kind, not to mention the pile of frozen dung on the floor near the center of the chamber. The sheep, of course, had been taken into the cave to be eaten after being savagely torn to pieces, the fact of which was, strangely, a piece of puzzle that gave rise to the stargazer's next revelation. With mild disappointment, she stood up to leave the cave. That was yet another reminder of why she preferred the stars for company. As she looked to the narrow exit, 
she noticed that a shaft of light had begun shining inward from the moons that had sunk to the horizon, and that had been blocked by her body as she sat within. She moved further out of the light's path to find that it indeed illuminated the innermost wall of the cave. The wall looked to be spattered with dry flecks of blood, surely from some long-gone tribesman tearing into a sheep's haunch with his sharp teeth and covering everything and everyone around him with gore. Something about the faded spots on the wall drew her gaze, however, and she stepped in closer. The way that the tiny flecks had landed almost seemed to form a pattern that she recognized, though the very idea immediately seemed absurd 